Sidebar every Monday to Thursday from 7 to 8 p.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. It is a very good evening to you. It's just gone two minutes after seven. You are listening to Kaya FM 95.9. This is the home of the Afropolitan and you are listening to Sidebar with Dr. Cindy Fansale. My name is uh, Sotome and I'm in for Dr. Cindy Fansale who's still at home, still recovering and uh, getting her, her health back in order. Um, it is a Tuesday evening and today we are talking relationships and I think this is one of the um, more difficult and more complex kind of relationships because we are talking about uh, child custody and what it means when two parents are no longer together whether via divorce or they were never really together um, whether it was just a relationship that went sour but either way you've got two parents now that are probably not agreeing in terms of custody um, and in most cases it's also very much tied to maintenance as well it's almost as if the two um, go hand in hand so that's what we're talking about today if you've got any questions that you would like to put forward to us we're going to be joined um, on the line by a family lawyer her name is uh, Cheryl Webb and uh, she's just basically going to be talking us through um, this entire process of custody as well as uh, maintenance so you're more than welcome to join in on the conversation the number to dial is 0860000959 I will repeat the number it is 0860000959 if you would like to join in on the conversation maybe you'd like to share your story maybe you're looking for some advice maybe you just want to want to understand um, what your rights are as a parent when it comes to custody because a conversation a day is exactly what the doctor ordered. Sidebar with Cindy every Monday to Thursday from 7 to 8 p.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. It is now three minutes after seven. You're listening to Kaya FM 95.9. You are listening to Sidebar with Dr. Cindy Van Sale. My name is uh, Sotomea. And of course, I am standing in for Dr. Cindy. And uh, joining me on the line, as I did say earlier on, is Cheryl Webb, who is a family lawyer. And she just joins us to chat to us about uh, custody about custody battles, uh, maintenance, and basically what your rights are as a parent if you're looking for some advice. Cheryl, thank you so much for joining us. Good evening to you. I just need to rectify something. I'm actually not a family lawyer. I work for the family law clinic. For the family law Yes, correct. Oh, great stuff. But you are able to give us advice and just walk us Absolutely. through. And, exactly. So, Grace, you're just the person that we're looking to speak to. So, Cheryl, first, before we start, I suppose there are very common cases that you see, the most common issues when it comes to child custody cases. Okay. Um, rather than child custody, what people don't understand in South Africa, you know, they're all screaming, I want custody of my child. South African law, and especially the Children's Act, defines it very clearly that both parties, in other words, both parents, have equal rights and responsibilities. Therefore, they have shared guardianship uh, with one parent being the primary carer and the other parent having visitation rights. So we need to actually clear that up. The case where one parent gets a sole guardianship Mm -hmm. is extremely rare in South Africa. You know, everybody's screaming for it. It really, really happens. Um, so we need to clear that up so that people actually get the terminology actually mm-hmm. correct out there. You, you know, um, and the big factor is they need to realize it's shared. Mm-hmm. No matter what they do, it's shared. Okay. And Cheryl, what determines or who determines who the primary caregiver is? Because I'm guessing the, the primary caregiver is obviously the one that the, the child um, lives with the most, right? And then the other parent is... Correct. The so who, who and how do you determine who becomes the primary caregiver? Well, well it's based on uh, many variables and it's normally um, understood by the family advocate, which is actually a free service in South Africa. Mm-hmm. So Oh, sure, but um, Cheryl, I think we're not hearing you po- properly. I'm not sure what is happening with the line. It sounds a little bit muffled. Hi, Cheryl. Uh, yes, uh, we're still having a bit of trouble um, hearing you. Can you try again? Okay. Um, the yes, officers of the family advocate mm-hmm. will determine where the child will stay. Mm-hmm. But it's based on plenty of variables. And the variables include things like... Um, the age of the child, mm-hmm. for, for instance, a younger child might be far more dependent on its mother as opposed to the father, mm-hmm. but it doesn't, it doesn't push the father out the picture because there's many fathers that get given the, the children from as little as six weeks old. Mm-hmm. 
you, you know, so that's one of the variables. The other variables is, is um, stability, um, the type of hands-on parent, what that parent can offer that child at that particular time of its life. So it's not to say that just because um, the mother um, has the primary care that the father's a bad father, or if the father has primary care, the mother is a bad mother. That's not the case. It's where the child's, most of the child's needs and emotional needs are being met at that particular time of its life. Okay, so that determines who will be the primary caregiver. Correct. And what happens in an instance where it's just one parent, the other parent doesn't want or it does not show any 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 interest in being involved? Can well, well, the, mm, yes, sorry, you, carry on. Yeah, you can go ahead, yes. Okay, well, what happens if I have a lot of mothers that approach me and say, I want the father to give up its rights. Or a father will approach me and say, you know what, I'm having too many problems with the mother of my child. I want to dissolve my rights. Mm. You can't dissolve your rights as a parent. You can't go to a court and say, I no longer want to be a father or I no longer want to be the mother. Mm -hmm. Um, If if that happens, the child will be put in the, the care of the parent that wants the child, but it doesn't dissolve the other person's rights. It doesn't dissolve that other person's responsibility towards that child. So, really, if you don't want to see your child, your responsibility is going to be a financial one towards that child until that child finishes its tertiary education. Okay, well, if you're just joining us, it is uh, eight minutes after seven. You're listening to Kaya FM 95.9. You're listening to Sidebar with Dr. Cindy Fansil. My name is Soto Mayer, standing in for Dr. Cindy. And we are talking about child maintenance as well as uh, child custody. And we are joined on the line by Cheryl Webb, who's basically walking us through um, what it means to have shared custody, what it means um, to want to have shared custody, but you are unable to basically everything that you need to know um, about uh, custody as well as maintenance. And she joined us of course from the family law clinic and uh, she's got all the expertise um, to help us navigate uh, this topic so Cheryl I mean I think it's very interesting when you talk about the fact that you know that you cannot absolve or dissolve your rights as a parent and there's many people that uh, over the years have tried or or, or want the other parent to basically give up their rights I'd like us to explore that topic a bit more Um, but we do have a couple of callers that want to have a chat to you and maybe ask you one or two questions um, about their own situations good evening how are you Hello? Hi, caller. Hello? Okay. Hello? Hi, how are you? Hi, hi, Sutu. Um, you're speaking to Sipati. Um, and hi, Cheryl. Um, I, I have a bit of a, a situation on my end. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've got a young a child. She's, um, she's a toddler. And um, the father of my child is an African foreign national. So... Uh, in a way, I'm, I, I feel a bit stuck when it comes to just understanding what or to what extent South African uh, law applies to to him. Um, if I can, um, you know, pursue any legal action when it comes to um, supporting um, the little one, and um, yeah, I, I just I think I suppose that's that's the starting point um, for 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 me. Okay, um, Cheryl, I'm sure you heard that. Um, you know, I did. What happens when the father of the child is not South African? Well, the, the child is born in South Africa, so therefore it's a South African citizen by birth. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the same. Remember, the law applies most of the, most of the time to the child, not actually to the parent. Mm-hmm. And what the law actually says, the child has a right to have a relationship with both its parents. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say, it doesn't define whether that parent is a citizen of South Africa or not. Mm-hmm. So therefore, the mother can pursue things like a parenting planning court. She can pursue maintenance. If the father goes back to its country of birth, she can, if we, uh, if they're part of the Hague Convention, she can pursue uh, maintenance from the father in that country. Uh, so yes, the child still has all these rights. Okay, so is it just a matter of her actually going through um, the South African Maintenance Court? It's actually not that Correct. complicated. Correct. And also through the Children's Court, if she's not married to the father, mm-hmm. um, and if, whether they're on good standing or not, I would still recommend that they, if they're on good standing, going to the family advocate, um, setting up an appointment for mediation and to mediate a parenting plan, 
if they are no longer together, to actually approach the children's court, which is a free service, mm-hmm. and they've completed form two for a parenting plan to be set up. Okay. Um, Sipati, I hope you got that. Do you have any other questions? Yeah. Um, no, not. Um, I, I may just send a, a message via social media, but I think for now I'm clear. Thank you so much, Cheryl. All right. Thank you very much for joining us, Ipadi. Thank you. Well, if you're just joining us, it is uh, 12 minutes after 7. You're listening to Kaya FM 95.9. This is the home of the Afropolitan. You're listening to Sidebar with uh, Dr. Cindy Van Sale. Normally, we'll be with Dr. Cindy Van Sale. But today, my name is uh, Sotume, and I'm standing in for Dr. Cindy. And we are talking about maintenance, as well as uh, talking about uh, child custody. And uh, more importantly, we're talking about what it is um, that's more important and which should be uh, the, the rights of the child. But in many instances, in many cases, I think, uh, Cheryl, that's sort of gets blurred out because you get two parents or two people that are fighting and in some instances it's actually families that are involved Correct. and we miss out um, the most important factor which of course is the child that's usually caught in the middle and uh, we've course taking your calls if you'd like to ask Cheryl some questions the number to dial is 86 you're more than welcome to also drop us an SMS uh, one at uh, 36959 and of course that is at a cost of 150 we've got Tuli giving us a call also wanting to ask you some questions Cheryl um, Tuli, thank you so much for joining us. Hi. Hi. Okay, so mm. I wanted to find out. I have a five-year-old, and yeah, his dad hasn't been present much. He doesn't help financially. I basically do everything on my own. So, you know, I've heard from a couple of people that even if I wanted to take my child on holiday overseas, mm-hmm. I would need his permission. But sometimes I don't even know where this person is or how to get a hold of him. So I just think it's really unfair for me to need his permission when mm-hmm. it comes to making decisions about my child when I can't even like, get a hold of him. And now I'm hearing that you know you can't dissolve mm-hmm parental rights so what does a mother do in a situation like that oh, right. please stay on the line uh to cheryl you got that right i did get that mm-hmm. what we have is something that can be done in children's court that's called restriction of rights or uh, you can do a high court application which um if the father has had no contact with the child for 12 months or more and has not financially supported the child the mother can approach the high court. She's going to have to have an attorney to do it for her. Mm-hmm. And what she needs to do uh, is to do a notice of motion um, for child abandonment. Uh-huh. In other words, the father has actually abandoned the child, both physically and financially. Mm-hmm. And then the court will, um, he will be served um, a notice of motion to appear in court. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he doesn't appear, obviously a decision will be made in absentia. If he does appear, um, it will then be referred to the offices of the family advocate that will do a full investigation as to, to why he lacks this interest and why he's not supporting the child. And it could very much work in the mother's favor where then not necessarily the father's um, rights are removed, but the mother will get um, full um, guardianship, mm-hmm. but there will still be a window open or a door left open, that if the father does want to participate in the child's life at his later stage, he can. But that um, order will be very specific. It will say the mother would not require the father's consent if it wants to go to holiday overseas. Mm-hmm. It will not require the father's consent with regards to religious instruction and school. There will be very specific things listed on there where those rights, those certain rights, will be removed okay um we had not everything but you can get um some sort of a you know some sort of yes. control and over it's expensive mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's very expensive is this for the mother to do that or for the parent that is uh that is responsible it's, is it very expensive for the, the person pa- that brings the application mm-hmm. the attorney's account is going to be for her account uh-huh so this is not a this, unfortunately, it's not a free service in high court. Mm-hmm. At children's court, you do have something called a restriction of rights. Mm-hmm. Not every court um, has been given this mandate to do it. So, you know, you can go and do it via Form 2 at, at children's court. Mm-hmm. But the magistrate can say, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to refer it to the high to court. To the high court, okay. Yeah, but there are some magistrates that have been given this power where they can 
restrict the father's rights. Okay. Oh, Shibit. Um, sorry, Cheryl, you were still saying? Sorry, not every children's court has that mandate to do it. Has that mandate. Tuli, I hope you got that. Apparently it will be very expensive but you know, it's something that might be worth pursuing. Okay, thank All right. you. Thank you, thank you very much for joining us. We're still taking your calls. The number to dial is 0860000959. You can drop us an SMS at 36959 and of course we are taking your calls talking about child maintenance as well as talking about the custody of your children, especially if you're feeling like you're stuck, you're not sure um, what it is that you can do in order to be able to um, move through that uh, custody battle that you might be having. Joining us on the line, we've got Cheryl Webb who is from a family law clinic and she's just basically giving us the ins and outs of what it means um, when we are talking custody. We've got Tabo giving us a call. Tabo, good evening and thank you so much for calling. Hi, how are you? Good, thanks. And you, Tabo? Uh, good. Um, I, I, I have been in this uh, family custody and the custody of my child. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm currently employed by the government. So what they did before at the children's court, they said I owe a certain amount of money, which I paid through my earnings. And uh, what happened was that there was a court order that said I must actually, for communication, um, should start calling my son on his phone, so, which I bought him a phone. How, how old is your son? Sorry if you don't mind, us, mind me asking. How old is your son? He's turning nine next month. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, so they're uh, turning eight next month. Okay. So now uh, he's staying in another province and I'm in COVID. So uh, the mother of my son, is in, he works in court. So um, I've been supporting my child and I stopped because she denied me access. And the court order said I must basically uh, see my son each and every month to build a relationship mm-hmm. because I've been denied access since from then. Okay. So now, the court now is sending an order to my employer that they want to get money from my wages, whereas I don't have the access to my child. Okay. So I don't know, should I go back to the court and I- Oh, um, okay. We're going to try to get uh, Tabo again. Um, Ernest, our producer, is going to try to get Tabo again on the line. Um, but Cheryl, you know, this is a very... I'm listening to what he's, what he's saying. Unfortunately, this is a common problem in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And something that a lot of the fathers don't understand. Mm-hmm. Maintenance court and children's court are two entirely different entities. Okay. Okay. If the father is being denied his right to see the child, he needs to pursue that in children's court. But he cannot withhold maintenance. At all. Okay, because mm-hmm. Not at all. Remember, when he's taken to maintenance court, he, there is a court order in place. Mm-hmm. The minute he stops paying, it's contempt of court. Mm-hmm. And it actually puts him in a worse standing. Because he's now stopped paying. Mm-hmm. What he should do, the minute the mother refuses contact, he should have immediately approached the children's court, mm-hmm. completed a form two with an affidavit stating that the mother is refusing him contact with the child. Mm-hmm. The mother will be called into court. She will be summoned into court, a social worker will be appointed, and a parenting plan would be done. And that will then be made a court order. Okay. If she if she does not comply with that court order, he goes back to court. Mm-hmm. And she can eventually lose primary care. I've seen it happen on quite a few occasions where the mother loses primary care and the primary care has been given to the father because the mother refuses to adhere to that court order. Okay. So the first thing he needs to do is make sure that he's up to date with his maintenance because that... Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because that already puts him in bad standing with the court if he's owing maintenance. No, yeah, because you know what? A child, whether you've seen your child or not, it still has to be fed. Mm-hmm. It still has to be clothed. It still has to go to school, etc., etc. So you're actually neglecting that child by not paying that maintenance. Okay. So, so the minute the mother, you know, you take, the father takes the mother, children's court, the first thing she screams, he doesn't pay his maintenance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and the, the court goes, oh boy. Okay. So and you need to make sure that she doesn't have that leg to stand on. She, she must have no reason to stand on. She must not have. When you go in there, you've got to have a nice clean slate. And in fact, 
um, it, it, it's very much looked at and it's starting to be recognized in South Africa the last few years, something called parental alienation mm-hmm. with hostile and aggressive parenting. In other words, the mother or the parent that has the child in its care um, alienates a child from the other parent mm-hmm. um, by using hostile and aggressive parenting, saying things like, your father's a bad man, he doesn't mm-hmm. pay his maintenance, mm-hmm. he doesn't phone you, he doesn't do this, he doesn't do that. Meantime, the father is phoning, but the mother switches the cell phone off or she declines the call. Mm-hmm. It, that's all part of hostile and aggressive parenting and to alienate the, uh, and break the bond between the father and the child. Oh. And, and it's a common thing. Mm-hmm. All right, Cheryl, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we still have loads of calls for you. Um, Tabwa, I hope you got that from Cheryl. You must pay your maintenance so that you can have a claim, so you can stake a claim to your child. And then after that, you have full rights to go and approach the court. I hope you got that. Okay, no, I got that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for giving us a call. Um, Tabo Kinsani, we see your call. When we come back, we're going to be taking your call with Cheryl. Um, whatever question it is that you would like to ask, if you're just joining us, 23 minutes after 7. And, of course, you're listening to the home of the Afropolitan. We are talking child maintenance as well as uh, talking about custody and what your custody rights are as a parent. Sidebar with Dr. Cindy on Kaya FM 95.9. It is 25 minutes after 7. You are still listening to Sidebar with Dr. Cindy Fansil. My name is Sutumer and I'm standing in for Dr. Cindy. And we are still having a chat to Cheryl Webb who joins us on the line and she's from Family Law Clinic. And of course we are taking your calls on 0860000959. We are talking about child maintenance as well as um, uh, custody battle, child custody, which sometimes, you know, it sort of intertwines. But other times, you know, as Cheryl explain to us that it's two completely separate things. There's child maintenance court and there is, you know, custody court. It's completely different things. They are not, uh, you know, completely linked. Um, Kensani, you've been holding on. Thank you so much for joining us. Good evening. Hey, good evening. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. And you, Kensani? Kensani? Hi, Kensani. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, now I can hear you. Thank you. Okay, all right. I just need clarity from Cheryl. What happens in an instance where a child, a parent is given primary care of the child and then the child decides, no, now I want to go stay with daddy or with that instance? Okay. I can't hear you properly, but I, I think I, I get the gist of what you're saying. Cheryl, what happens if you've got the primary care... And then the child says, nope, I don't want to stay with you. That actually often happens, especially when the child reaches the ages between 10 and 14. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you look, um, perhaps it's a girl child living with dad, mm. you know, and she's now entering into her teenage years. Um, she would be more comfortable being with mom, mm-hmm. you know, or if it's a boy child, when he eat, uh, reaches the, the 10 to 14 year age, mm-hmm. he might want to live with dad. Um, obviously, to get them through the teenage years. Now, the parents can either agree on that, mm-hmm. okay? They can sit down around the table and say, you know, yes, I have primary care, but we're going to be adults about this. You, you know, um, he's going to come and say about you, and if dad's willing to take him, or mom's willing to take her, or whatever the scenario is, mm-hmm. and they come to an agreement. Um, they can then take that agreement to children's court and, and it can be stamped by the magistrate because they have now come to their own agreement. Mm-hmm. If it's the case where um, the child is refusing to go go to the other parent uh, um, or, or the one parent, let's start off with the one parent doesn't want the child to go to the other parent and the child is asking, mm-hmm. one would have to approach children's court and a social worker appointed to find out why the child wants to go and mm-hmm. live with the other parent. And also, sometimes, you know, it's, it depends on maturity and the age of the child. Mm-hmm. It does have a voice, and that voice is heard. Mm-hmm. Okay? But then there's also the, the scenario where some children just want to go live with the other parent because they think, well, if I go and live with mom or if I go and live with dad, whatever the scenario is, I can do as I please because there's very little control there. Mm-hmm. So, so those things have to be looked at. Um, but yes, if, if a parent can come to an agreement, it could take a lot of pressure off the courts. And also they need to be adults. They're mm-hmm. parents. Mm-hmm. You know, they, uh, it doesn't matter how toxic their the relationship with 
prior to them splitting up, everybody's moved on. Mm-hmm. You've got to focus on the child now and do what is best for the child, not what's best for you. Mm-hmm. And, and sit down like adults and be adult about it mm-hmm. and actually come to an agreement. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Cheryl. Kensani, you got that. Right. Hi, you, you got that. Do you any more questions yes, or are you yes. fine? No, thank you. I'm fine. Thank you. So All right. Thank you so much. We're still taking your calls on 86 If you'd like to ask Cheryl Weber a question, she's from um, Family Law Clinic and we're talking about uh, custody as well as maintenance. John giving, John giving us a call. Thank you so much for joining us, John. Yes. Hello, Cheryl. Uh, I, 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 I just want to pose. I've I've gone through all the processes now, mm-hmm. and at this point, I've got a court order with me. Uh, question is, when when then when the mother plays the normal games, even when I have the court order, what do I do? Uh, uh, do I do I do I do I present the court? I know that I have to exercise my right by going to. Uh, I know that court order can pick up the police. The police go to her house, mm-hmm. and she can be arrested in contempt of court. But the question is, then, how do I do that? Because the child is there. I I, I pitch up with the police because she's in contact. She's contravening, mm-hmm. and then she gets picked up with the van. Then, 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 what does what does that do to a child? To your child. And when you, you say see, normal what, games, what it means. so mm-hmm. what's the recourse? What is the law helping the as the dead? Not even me. They're not helping me. Remember, whatever that I'm exercising, I'm I'm also trying to assist the rights of my child. Mm-hmm. You, you um, get what I'm saying? I, so you know what I end up doing? I end up pulling back because then I'm asking myself, what is correct? This, 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 this may not be correct mm-hmm. as well for the child to experience her mom being arrested because she's contravening. Okay. Then I end up yeah. holding Yeah. Okay, let's, let's hear from Cheryl. But I just want to ask you quickly, when you say normal games, you're saying you're not getting full um, access to your child, right? That's what you mean. Yeah, look, I I wasn't getting full access of the child, and I exercise all those processes that Cheryl has been explaining, so I understand all of that. I've gone through that. I even now the magistrate has given me a court order saying now you have access and you can exercise this right. Okay, let's hear, let's hear from Cheryl. Cheryl, what happens? He's got a court order. He's got everything. He's done maintenance. He's done it all, but he doesn't want to be in he a situation. Yeah, he goes back to the children's court and tells them she is not complying with the court order, the magistrate will call her in and want to know why and he will give her a warning. The other thing he can also do is the original social worker that um, helped to set up a parenting plan, Mm -hmm. get into contact with him or her, advise them of what is going on. They have the right to call the mother in and to tell her that if she doesn't comply, that he is then going to apply for primary care. Okay, so you got that, Anna John? I see, I got that. Thank you. All right, thank you very much uh, for giving us a call. Um, David as well, thank you so much for joining us and good evening. David? Good afternoon. Hi, ladies. Hi, how are you, David? Getting yourself. Good, thank you. I'd like to ask a question to Cheryl. You've had, have Cheryl. Uh, she can hear you. It's just, you know, um, she can hear you. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. And that's fine. Mm. Um, in instances of uh, now the dad losing his job uh, through whatever reasons, mm. whether it be the pandemic or whatever, but the yeah. dad loses uh, his job and, and then, well, not even the dad, me, myself, I lost my job mm-hmm. and then I was unable to... to Pay maintenance? my commitment uh, financially yeah. I'm about to run out of airtime now sorry um, so now um, I lost David my you said something about airtime should I put you back to my producer so he can give you a call Please, please. Okay, I'm going to put you back to my producer and he's going to give you a call. Um, in the meantime, I'm going to take another call. Tepo, Tepo, thank you so much for giving us a call. Good evening. Good evening to you and your listeners. How are you guys doing? We're good, thanks. And you, Tepo? I'm all right, thank you. Mm. Um, so, apologies. I just uh, walked in the car now. I've just started and I'm listening to the topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have a question. Um, I'm currently going through a divorce process. Mm-hmm. And I am fighting for full shared custody, right? Okay. 
Um, I have been to the social workers slash family advocates office. Mm-hmm. Um, it has gone in my favor in terms of they have ruled to say 50-50 custody. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had to go through countless hurdles from drug tests to alcohol testing to accusations and whatnot. Um, Right now, when the divorce is supposed to be finalized because custody has been decided, Mm -hmm. um, my ex-partner is trying to bring up situations of, no, the kids will not do this. So basically, she's re-challenging the decision that was made. Okay. Um, I just want to find out how do I bring the matter to a conclusion. Okay. Um, Cheryl, you heard that? The, the matter will be concluded um, on the date of divorce. The family advocate has made their recommendations. Social workers have done their bit. The recommendations has gone forward to either the magistrate or the judge, depending on which court you're getting divorced. Mm-hmm. The, uh, his attorney can now do a notice of set down, which means get a court date for the actual divorce to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, and 99.9% of the time, the magistrate or the judge takes the recommendations that the family advocate and the social worker has made and makes that a court order. And that is the best way of actually resolving the issue. She can stand in court there and bring her lawyer and challenge the family advocate or the social worker. She is more than welcome to do that. Um, it's very, very rarely that it's ever changed. Okay, so does it mean that he must just hang tight right now until the matter is finalized, the divorce is finalized? Absolutely, and the quicker he gets his divorce on the court roll, the better for him. Okay, okay. Can, uh, can, can I interrupt? Yeah, yes, uh, please. Um, my issue is the family advocate and social workers have made their findings, have ruled on their findings. She has now dragged us me and both the kids back to the family advocate's office to say, I disagree with what you as the family advocate have put down Mm -hmm. and I want it re-looked at. Um, Okay, my understanding, and I could be wrong, I'll ask Cheryl again, but my understanding is that until the divorce is finalized, um, that's when the matter will be final. Um, So your divorce is not finalized yet, is it? No, it's not. uh, Only because of this custody issue. Okay. Which she keeps re-challenging over and over, you know? Okay, so once, she, the family, she, mm. once the family advocate has made recommendations, they really review it. Unless she is able to bring something to the table that's detrimental to the father. Mm-hmm. She, cannot, uh, she cannot challenge shared guardianship. Mm-hmm. That is the law in South Africa. She, she cannot, that will never change. Okay. What she can challenge is if the father's been given primary care. That's what she's challenging. My understanding from TEP was that she's challenging that he's been given the primary care. Primary care. Mm. And, and then she would have to bring very valid reasons to the table why the father should not be given primary care. And she has the right to ask for it to be reviewed. Mm-hmm. But once it's been reviewed, that's the end. Okay. Okay. Tapu, okay. you got right. that, right? Sorry, just, just, Ooh. just, I, I, and I know there's other... Uh, there are very many calls, yeah. Just, uh, just a correction. Um, it was actually for full-blown shared custody, 50-50 straight up across the middle. Um, and that's what he's challenging. Both primary and I'd be given that type of custody where I see the kids once every two weeks on a weekend or something okay. like that. Okay, but um, yeah. from what I get, she cannot challenge that. Just You need to let the law sort of take its course, you know. Um, yeah, let the courts do what they have to do. All right, great stuff. Thank All you so right. much. Thank, thank, you. thank you very much for joining us, Tepo. I'm going to take uh, David. I see all your calls. I'm gonna try, we're going to take each and every single one of your calls. Um, but let me take David before we go to break um, because he was with us uh, a little earlier on. David, thank you so much for joining us again. David? Thank you so much for calling me back. Yes, it's it. a pleasure. Mm. Um, so as I was saying, I'll just try and summarize it because of your call queue. Uh, um, yeah. Um, I have a 10-year-old daughter. Mm. She's, well, she's turning 10 this year. Mm. Um, I've been, I've been um, with her since she was born. Um, and that was when I was still working. And then I lost my job for about uh, two and a half years. 
or maybe two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was denied access um, thereafter. In those two years that you were unemployed? Yes. Okay. And not necessarily denied access, but um, things uh, changed for me in terms of uh, communication mm-hmm. uh, with, 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 the, with the mother and my child. Okay. So it was more difficult to communicate with them and they sort of blocked me out. Okay. Well, she blocked me out. And now that I have a job now, um, I'm back on track and I've been um, being uh, paying my, 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 my money. Maintenance, uh, yeah. Money, yes, maintenance. And everything is fine. We're communicating with the baby mother and everything is fine. But now uh, I went to court the other day due to the fact that she came to over to my mother's house, which is the grandmother's child. Okay. Uh, she came with uh, the police there, and then the police advised me to go to court. The court called me and they why, said... Why did she come to your mother's house with the police? Because she felt that I was not communicating with her, and her her parents are communicating well with me, and I communicate well with their parents. Okay. With her parents. Okay. So the but problem now, now is, is, is what, David? Is it that you, you don't have access to the child, or what is the problem now? Uh, the problem is now... It's not a problem, actually. It's a question, and asking for a share of opinion mm. that I have a date now coming soon on the 16th of March. Mm. And now that things are fine with me and the mother, uh, but still I'm still hesitant because I don't trust her anymore with how she, she, she did things. The, re- the only reason why I went to court is because that's what the police advised me to do mm-hmm. when she came here with them. Okay. When she came to my mother's house with them. So should I still go to court? maybe uh, get it clear and done with or should I hold back or what and was it right for her to do to to cut me out of my child's life because I can't pay or or what okay so the most important thing is if you want to know if you should pursue the court and make sure that you've got a definite you know things in writing that things are solid there in writing yes okay let's get Cheryl Cheryl okay two factors Mm. When a father loses his job or, or whatever happens and he can no longer afford to pay the full maintenance mm-hmm. or he can't pay maintenance all and, at all and there's a court order, the first thing he must do is go to the maintenance court and fill in a form either asking for a reduction of maintenance or maintenance relief due to the fact that he is no longer employed. Okay. A lot of men don't know that. So they stop paying maintenance and it can become extremely frustrating for the woman. Mm-hmm. So, and not only that, by the time he does finally find employment, he's sitting with all this rear maintenance that he's got to backdate. Back mm-hmm. Instead of getting a reduction or relief from that maintenance. Okay, and he okay. wants to know whether or not he should pursue the courts in terms Absolutely of trying to... should not pursue the courts. Because as I told you before, maintenance uh, court and family court or children's court are two separate courts. You may not withhold contract for straight a visit with, your, with the child due to the fact that maintenance is not being paid. Okay, um, I'm going to take a short break now, Cheryl, and we come back with more calls. David, I hope you got that, Annie. 100%. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, I see your calls, Takani, James, Samge, Tebo, and everybody else that's calling. I'm going to try to squeeze absolutely each and every single one of you in. I'm going to take a short break. When we come back, we continue talking to you. We still carry on taking your calls on 0860 And we are talking about maintenance as well as uh, custody. Tapo, thank you so much for holding on and good evening. Tapo. Yes, hello. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thanks. I'll mm. try to be short as much as yes, I can. Yes, please. Mm. Uh, okay, my problem is that uh, I've got a daughter of which is nine years old. Mm-hmm. Okay, I do support her financially, meaning, okay, I pay for transport, I buy clothes for her. Okay, so the only problem that I've got is the mother. When I call her and ask for a child, she will tell me that no, she can't, uh, she can't give me the child without her presence. But when I ask the question, why is that? Oh, she, she wants supervised visits where she supervises you. That's correct. That's correct. Okay. But I don't know what, what's the reason for that. Okay, let's hear from Cheryl. Cheryl, here's a mother that wants to supervise um, the visitations. The mother can't decide whether the father should get supervised visits or not. Only a court can decide that. 
So the best thing for him is to go to Children's Court, do a Form 2, um, normal procedure, as I've explained it before. Mm-hmm. Um, the social workers will then be determined if the father should have supervised visits or not. The only time supervised visits are, are, are already put into place is if the, the father has been estranged from the child. Mm-hmm. It, so the, he's a stranger to the child. And, and it's only for a short period because it's a form of reunification and reintroducing that person to the mm-hmm. child uh, and to build up that bond. And the other time is if the father is a threat to that child. Okay. In other words, the father puts the child in imminent danger or is a, um, in danger of hurting the child. Okay. Um, so it is extreme circumstances where a supervised visit should take place. Okay, so he must take this to children's court. Absolutely. Okay, Tepo, you got that, Annie? Yes. Thank you, thank you very much, Tepot. Zakani, you've been holding on for so long. Thank you so much for holding. Okay, how are you? Fine, thanks, in you, Zakani. I'm good. Um, I want to ask, I have a three-year-old daughter, and I've separated with the mom, and I haven't seen the child for a year now, and I'm supporting the child. And then I went to the court uh, to file, uh, to report it. Mm-hmm. And then due to the uh, pandemic, I uh, it's been postponed every time. And every time when we go there, She's like, uh, she will give me the opportunity to come and see the child. But when I do uh, the arrangement, she doesn't want to give me that uh, access. I don't know how to go about that. Okay, Cheryl? Okay, this is the father that's in the process of divorce. So they separated. What he can do is she shouldn't have gone to court because he's still legally married to the mother. What he should have gone is setting up appointment with the offices of the family advocate to mediate a parenting plan, which would be effective until such time as he actually gets divorced. That's what he should have done because by going to children's court and now with COVID and everything, the cases are going to be postponed, postponed. His, best, his better bet would have been to have gone to the offices of the family advocate. Okay, I, I didn't get the part where you said, let, let's just check with him. Sakani, you said you, you are still married or you're getting a divorce. We were, we were, we were not married. You were not married. Okay, so okay, Cheryl, so they're not married. He, separa- mm. he said he was separated. I think he so meant I that they broke was- up, yeah. Okay, then he's co- he, correctly, he's gone to children's court. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, due to COVID and, and various things, the courts were closed for mm-hmm. a period of time. Um, lots of court cases, unfortunately, have been delayed, and there is a backlog. Um this is not norm, the normal circumstances, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, this is re- reality of what is actually happening at this moment. And also, the social workers um, haven't really been taking on new work mm-hmm. uh, because of COVID-19. Um, hopefully, we are coming to a stage now where, you know, the courts are trying to catch up with the backlog and the social workers as well. Um, it's, it's an unfortunate thing. Um, the only thing I could recommend right now, and, and, and if he has money, um, he can do an urgent application at High Court to have access to his child. Um, that would be his only recourse. Um, it will happen quicker. Okay, Zakani, you got that? Okay, thank you very much. All right, thank you so much for giving us a call, Zakani. Tabo, thank you so much for holding on. Tabo? Hello, hello. Hi, okay. You? Good thing in you. Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. Mm. Uh, uh, I had a question. I have a question eh? mm. on my situation. I have a, a four-year-old son eh? mm. who uh, is left with me. Ish, uh, your line is a bit better. You've got a four-year-old son, yeah? And then he lives yeah, with his uh, mother. I, I, um, his mother him at home. Oh my word, this is so bad. Yeah. Let's try again. Okay, you've got a four-year-old son. You and the mother are no longer together. Yes? Yeah, no longer. So the mother left him with you? No, he left. Oh, you know what, Tabo? I'm going to put you back to our producer because it's going to be very difficult for Cheryl to help you when the line is so bad. But I promise you, I'm going to make sure that we fit you in. I'm going to put you back to my producer, Ernest. Um, okay, let's take Samke. Samke, thank you. Oh, let me try that again. Samke, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, how are you? Good, thanks. And you? 
I'm okay. So I'm just going to be short, right? Mm. Um, mine is, I think, slightly different to all the questions we've had. Mm. Um, so currently the situation is that me and my baby daddy are separated mm-hmm. and he's supporting the child. But I feel like what he's giving me is not sufficient, you know, okay. because um, we both work, but, you know, I get paid like way less than him. And fortunately for me, I actually know how much he gets paid. Okay, I don't know what his expenses and everything are. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I want to know is that, you know, is there any An increase for us like to actually go and say, I don't know how much, what his expenses are. I don't know, you know, his life, mm. but I feel like I should be getting more than what I'm getting. For example, like the fees are like maybe 500. He'll give me less than what the fees are okay. and that's it. And then the rest I have to um, figure out. Okay, so, so what I want to know is that um, cost implications, what are the steps? Do I need to have a lawyer or can I just, you know, is there a way to actually approach the whole thing? So, Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, Cheryl, can she get a review of the maintenance order? Yes, absolutely. She she just goes back to, to children's court, uh, sorry, to, to maintenance court. Mm-hmm. She fills in a form for an increase of maintenance. And it's that simple. And then they will look it's at what the expenses they, are. They will call him in. She, they'll give her a sheet where she fills in all expenses. Uh, they'll determine what is fair maintenance. Mm-hmm. They'll get the father in. They will look at, at his income, his, his expenditure, and if there's unnecessary expenditure, they will they, they'll tell him to get rid of it, mm-hmm. and they will come to an, uh, an arrangement um, that is fair and reasonable. Okay, Samke, you got that, Annie? Okay, yes, I did. Sorry, I, had, I actually forgot to mention that I had never done any, um, I'd never taken him to court or anything. So, oh, so this is just a, a verbal agreement between the like, two of you? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's just a verbal agreement. That's what he said. Okay. So, what happens is he said, we're going to split 50 50 everything. And I felt like it was unfair because, you know, um, he gets more. The child is staying with me and he does get more. So, I, I don't know, you know. Okay. Cheryl, um, so they, they're not, they don't have an agreement, but she feels like she's not getting she should, enough. Yeah, she should go to maintenance court because what will be happen, say, I'm speaking hypothetically now, say mm. she earns uh, 5,000 rand a month and mm. he's earning 20. The, the maintenance then should be she pays one fourth and he pays 75%. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. And that's how it, it in reality, it, it, that's how it actually should work. In reality, it doesn't always work like that. But that's how, that would be fair maintenance. Okay. So each pays a pro rata according to their income. Okay. Um, Cheryl, I'm just going to let Samke go because I'm really trying to squeeze everybody in that wants to have a chat to you. Tabo, please make it quick. Tabo. Hello, hello. Hi, yes. yes. That's what I was saying. Um, uh, so uh, had a, I have a four-year-old son eh, mm. whom, uh, on 2018 his mother left him at my place when he was two years old eh? mm-hmm. so uh, I had to find uh, someone to take care of the son uh, 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 while I was at work mm-hmm. so uh, I've managed uh, to skip work and uh, and try to get hold of social workers and try to uh, um talk with the lady because he left the son uh, without no clothes and everything. Mm-hmm. So the social worker uh, said to the mother, she, she must write uh, an affidavit saying he's giving me the child uh, that I can take care of, of the child so he will see him weekends and when uh, she's off at work. Okay. So now the thing is... Uh, um, he wants to see the child whenever she wants to see the child. When I visit, uh, when I give him uh, the child to visit, sometimes I have to run after him, her, I mean, to, to get the child back. To get the child back. Uh, okay. When I don't do that, he keeps the child. And while oh. the, the social worker said strictly, okay, Friday, so I'm trying to make this as quick as possible so we can fit in James. Let's just hear from Cheryl. Cheryl, yes? Okay. Uh, Social worker is very wrong. You cannot sign your child over on affidavit. Mm-hmm. Wrong, bad advice. I know the social worker is not doing it. It's not legal. Mm-hmm. He should have, when the child was left in his care, he should have immediately gone to children's court, completed a form two to say that the mother has left the child in his care and he wants a parenting plan set up for him to become the primary carer and the mother to get visitation rights. 
That way, the mother can't just demand the child whatever she wants to. It would be it would have to be done on certain weekends or days as the court. Determines. Can you still go to children's court? Absolutely, you should go as soon as possible. All right, Tabo, you should go to children's court. James, you are our final caller. Hey, I tried to squeeze you in. Um, Hi, thank you so much. Hi. Thank you very, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Hey, mm. uh, quick one, Mamel. I fought with, so I have a child with my girlfriend. Mm. So we're no longer together. My yeah. daughter's two this year. Haven't seen her in four months, right? Mm. Mm. And she, I used to pay maintenance for her. I stopped paying maintenance solely because the one time she came to my she broke my property and she broke the car. Mm-hmm. So I didn't need money to fix all those things. I didn't stop paying for maintenance. Mm-hmm. Now, we've been asking to see the child as a result that she has now changed her number. So that's my first question. What do I need to do in that case? The second question is, uh, what is a fair amount to pay for maintenance? Two, the third one is, should I have I not stopped to pay for maintenance because I'm not seeing my daughter? Okay, my understanding from Cheryl, you should not have stopped paying the maintenance, uh, but I'm going to give her a chance to answer in one minute. Cheryl, you've, uh, you heard that, right? I heard that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, basically, when she broke his property, he should have gone and opened up a case of destruction of property at the police station. He should not have stopped paying maintenance and he should have gone... You should have, have gone to children's court, completed a form two for an uh, official parenting plan. Same answer as I always give. Yeah. So, yeah. So what does that, he do that, now? Because she's changed her number apparently and completely disappeared. He will now have to employ a tracing agent to find her. Oh, my word. Okay. So first you must find a private investigator to find her. Correct. Oh, James. I, you got that, Anne? Okay. All right. Thank you so much, James. Thank you for giving us your call. And oh, I'm so sorry about your situation. <laughs> thank you, Cheryl. Thank you so much. I know we bombarded you with calls and questions, and we had another caller that was supposed to be with us, but unfortunately, we can't take him. Thank you so much for joining us, Cheryl, and thank you for all your um, advice. Pleasure. You're more than welcome. Thank you very much. So that's it from us. Uh, for myself, Sutumea, I'm back tomorrow on Sidebar with Dr. Cindy Van Sale. And of course, I will be standing in for the good doctor. For me, Sutumea, it is goodbye. Rewinding, Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.